Hi, how are you? Hello. That was new. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to start doing the, um, <laughs> what's it called, Old Spice? Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be something new and exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How have you been? We're again off of our cadence. I know. It's Monday. We keep messing ourselves up with like live Sunday events that we want to talk about. <laughs> I know. And then I further fuck it up because I don't complete my homework and instead fall asleep. I can't believe you fell asleep, but we will get there. <laughs> yeah. But first, let's talk about what you've been up to this weekend, what Mm -hmm. I've been up to this weekend, Mm -hmm. and I also wanted to call attention. I want to get your reaction. I got it a little bit on Twitter, but I want your reaction to the Batman casting news. Batman casting news. Let's start there. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. I'm so excited about that. Thrilled. Like, what a wild. Ah, yes, I'm obsessed. I did see a tweet that I thought was really funny, and it said, like, um, Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet having a kid is a really good superhero origin story. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just talking about it this weekend uh, because one of my friends didn't realize that there was a new Batman. Robert Pattinson had already been announced, and he was like, mm-hmm. I thought that he only played vampires. How is he going to play Batman? And I'm also like, where have you been for the last decade? <laughs> also, his argument is, I thought he only played vampire bats, not Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is... <laughs> Okay, I hate everyone you know, continue. (laughs) And I'm just like, I was saying, I'm like, I don't know, I think it's going to be like some indie artsy Batman movie, and now they have Zoe Kravitz coming in, I think it's going to be so cool, like, who do you think is going to do the soundtrack? That's an absolute It's going to be like Tom York on the soundtrack. (laughs) Yeah, but that doesn't make an excellent movie, and we'll come back to that. (laughs) Okay, fair. <laughs> but yeah, so that's hot off the press uh, news that was announced today. It's kind of... I'm all about that Johnny Greenwood mm, Batman score, huh? Okay, mm, yeah, that's fair. Mm, that Nicholas Bertel Batman score. Oh my score. God, Nicholas Bertel. Let's, let's do it. Let's rock it. Yeah, I've been kind of like not trying to stay off Twitter today um, because I didn't watch Succession last mm-hmm. night um, because I was at the music festival Um, Austin City Limits so I guess I can do a quick little rundown of that it's a three-day festival uh, at Zilker Park which I live right next to so it's Mm -hmm. fun Um, I'm trying to think of the everyone I saw like the big ones would be like Tame Impala which was so groovy got some Childish Gambino Lizzo. Lizzo. I don't know if you saw the video she posted on her Instagram and on her Twitter I don't think I did they had her not as a headliner and so she was on like one of the smaller stages and mm-hmm. they there are so many people there that they projected like put the screens on some of the other stages too because yes. it was like so many people were there to see Lizzo it was I insane. believe that I believe that um yeah like we saw Casey Musgraves Billie Eilish uh Robin Mumford and Sons I'm probably forgetting some people but yeah it was a good time I went with some friends and you know, drank some alcohol, danced Amazing. around, wore a lot of matching outfits with my roommate. Yes, you did. I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We weren't planning on it, but it was cold. And so, you know, we had to improvise. So we had, bit. we weren't planning on matching. So we pulled out our custom matching jackets and like we made it work. 
<laughs> I mean, I fully wore her boyfriend's sweatpants the first night. <laughs> I saw you sent me that picture and I was like, it's a, it's a look. It's a fit. It's a choice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might not ever wear real clothes to a music festival again. I wore like men's gray sweatpants the first day with a bathing suit and a leather jacket and combat boots. Mm-hmm. Second day, I wore like a legging, like a workout set and a Denny's <laughs> bomber jacket. And then mm-hmm. yesterday, I wore like actual clothes, but it was yeah. a sequin cropped basketball jersey. Yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder why, you know, we dress up for anything. Because <laughs> like when I don't dress up, I have just as much fun. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I like real on Friday, I thought her outfits were they're just so cozy and comfy and I could dance around to them and groove. And yeah, it was a good time. Amazing. So I always have fun at the festival, but then I'm always sleepy by the end of it. And yeah, I mean, it's, it, it just so happened to coincide with the finale of Succession. Yeah, so. I, I also did not watch live last night, but I did watch today. So one of us did um, One of <laughs> us did through. our homework. Um, but like, ugh, it's neither here nor there. Uh. <laughs> but you had a busy weekend and I was yeah. trying to keep tabs on you. It's not very, it's, film festivals are weird because it's not like I can say this was like exhausting. Like I was fully sitting down for the majority of every it day. It is exhausting. <laughs> but it's like a little tiring. It's more a, well, than it's you ha- think. Right. And it's hard because it's like you're in a dark air conditioned room sitting down like it gets a little cozy and you're like just like watching these two hour long movies if you're lucky they're only two hours (laughs) and like you're trying really hard to pay attention and like to soak it all up like I remember at South by we watched like seven movies in one day and it was like I mean I know no one's forcing us to do this but it is like very exhausting to just like sit in a movie theater all day and you really the thing that it's like kind of a place without time, you know, like, cause you're like, all right, that was my third, third, fourth, fourth movie. Well, how many do I have left? Yeah. Just one, two or one. Okay. I haven't seen the sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this is like all at one theater in Chapel Hill. And so in between like every movie, if I had the time, which sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't, I would like do a whole lap around like <laughs> the, like shopping center and walked Harris Theater and like buy a water because I'm like, I need to like get my blood blood pumping and like yeah. get some vitamin D. And then the <laughs> thing that was the most like frustrating was on the last day, it was like cold, rainy, and dark. It was like dark all day and raining all day. And I was oh, no. and it's the last day, so I'm like already like oh gosh. Well and your last day lineup was not the best. No. That's where things kind of tapered a little. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been stalking so your letterbox. I'm exhausted. Um. <laughs> yeah, you texted me on Friday and you're like, are you free? And I was like, yeah, I'm just watching America's Next Top Model. And so, yeah, we just like talked on the phone for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I just walked over to Harris Teeter. I'm just going to keep coming back to like buy a seltzer, you know, just for <laughs> something to do. And I was like, okay, well, I actually have to go to the bathroom. And you're like, it's fine. You can put me on mute. I'll keep talking. <laughs> and I it was, was like, kind no. of a joke. <laughs> it was kind of a joke. Um, I was like, okay, bye, Meg. Nice okay. talking to you. Have fun. Bye, Meg. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, stop. it was fully like 48 degrees here on Friday. Yeah. It, it was, was cold. It's winter. It I really is. I don't like it. What the fuck, Austin? <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Yeah, but so all this to say, uh, I saw movies. I'm glad. I mean, obviously, no regrets. And I'm, you know, I'm not actually complaining because I'm spoiled. And, you know, I didn't pay for my pass. So I was able to, you know, walk around, get seltzers, get Chick-fil-A grilled nuggets and, um, you know, little turkey crackers, <laughs> turkey oh. and cheese cracker packs. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm making this sound real sexy. Luxury. It's about as cool as it sounds. Um <laughs> But so uh, you want to just kind of run through what I saw and talk about the I things that we've both love seen? To. Yeah, because okay. we've only talked about them sparingly because I was either at a festival or you were like in an, in between movies. So we right. like barely texted. So right. I want to hear the whole rundown. Okay. That's to say it'll be a little bit of a spoiler for when I think a lot of these will ultimately end up doing episodes for as they're mm-hmm. released. Yes. So, you know, just listen with caution. Um, mm-hmm. So I started on Thursday and I was trying to take a half day at work to see the report, but I was not able to. Um, yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, so I missed the report. Uh, so I, but I did, I got over there and I saw Baccarat, mm-hmm. which was the, oh God, now I'm going to fuck it up. Brazilian, um, yeah, Brazilian, uh, you know, kind of foreign player this year that played at Cannes got mm-hmm. like good reviews but I think everyone was kind of geeking out about other stuff so this one just kind of like came and went but when I looked it up on Letterboxd it got pretty good reviews um yeah yeah but, I didn't see it in can but um yeah because I think the reviews are pretty average from yeah then um but yeah it's probably played other festivals so it's gotten more reviews yeah and, you know, I mean, I, I don't, it wasn't a waste of my time. It was like a little heavy handed and not entirely my shit, but I didn't dislike it. I thought it was entertaining. And like, I was glad it was the first one. Like if this had been the last one, I think I would have been a lot lower on it just because I would have been like, oh, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm interested to see, I think this is going to be a really interesting foreign year because mm-hmm. I think in the past... Um, it always seems like there's like one big, you know, like Roma or, you know, you know, something like that. And well, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to the portrait of the lady on fire drama, but, um, <laughs> uh, I've like already talked about a bit. I mean, I know it's crazy to like make these calls in October, but it seems like it's parasites to lose. Right. I mean, but we've talked about this. South Korea has never had a film nominated for an Oscar, which is insane in the foreign category. It is absolutely insane. And we also had this anger. It's now been <laughs> so long. We've been doing the podcast. We can be like, you will remember our anger about the burning snow. Up. Oh my god. 2018. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. No, I I'm Ugh. so excited to see Parasite again. It comes out next weekend. Yeah, I want to see um, it again. Wide release. And so I'm so excited to go back and see it. Um yeah, because it's so fun. It's so good and it's so much my shit. Yeah. And yeah. All right. Well, okay. we'll come to that later. So that was background. Yeah. And then my late night Thursday was Waves, which I know you're excited for. Yeah, I am pretty excited, but I saw you gave it like a three and a half, but I think this could be a, it's more my thing than your thing. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. Um, And I don't want to spoil anything. I, it's a weird one. Do you want to give a quick synopsis of it? Uh, Yeah, it's about a family, like a family of four living in Florida, and they have like two teenage, they have a teenage son and a teenage daughter, and it kind of goes like, talk, like looks at their lives and uh, the struggles of being a teen in 2019, and um, 
yeah i i don't want yeah that's once you've seen it and it's out, I would be happy to defend my stance. <laughs> okay. Well, it's also, from what I've seen, it's A24's push. Yeah, 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 so yeah. That's kind of what they're putting their, their um, and awards I, play behind. Yeah, and I think it is, I mean, it's like one of those things where you're like, okay, having, I mean, I haven't seen, okay, like, let's say, let's compare it to something like High Life. Like, obviously, no one's going to go for High Life, you know, like, mm-hmm. At least Waves is like Sterling K. Brown, like giving a performance. And you Lucas know? Hedges. And Lucas Hedges, famous Oscar bait. You know, like these yeah. are things. And it's like a drama, like a gritty drama that takes place in Florida about teens, like, you know, <laughs> coming of age. And like that is some A24 shit, you know. But so I get why they're not like, what do you mean? But I yeah, mean, I am I, like 100% knowing myself going to be the one. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Waves. So moving on, next day, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday was, I mean, this is a big, this is a big lineup. Yeah, your Friday and <laughs> so Saturdays were stacked. My Friday and Saturdays were really stacked. It was exhausting. Um, not exhausting, but I was just like, it's one thing to be like, I mean, I th- think back to when we went to South By and like there was a few things that we saw that was like the weekend or the mountain and we were like, yeah, yeah no. You know, like, I'm not in on this. And most of this stuff has been, has played other festivals and played well. So they're not, like, you know, super duds. This isn't, like, a very experimental, you know, like, let's see how this plays in middle America. It's more just, like, this already won TIFF or yada, yada, yada. So, so, but we started with Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Mm -hmm. which we've both seen. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very good movie. Well, and it is one of those things I was watching, and I was like, yep, yeah, David Earl, absolutely his shit. It's <laughs> like lusty, gay, Italian romance. <laughs> um, well, so my thing with Portrait of a Lady on Fire is kind of what you're saying about Baccarat, in that I saw it on the last day. It was the second to last movie that I saw at Cannes after three days of just watching like four or five movies a day and so i was mm. just exhausted um and it's absolutely a slow it's burn there yeah exactly it's a slow burn and so i need to see it again um i'm intrigued mm-hmm. to see it again hopefully i'll be able to find some friends who will go along with me that way i can share it with them but yeah it's something that i'm gonna need to see again so i can like really internalize it yeah, I don't know if it was this weekend because I was seeing so much that like my brain was tired, but I did feel more than I've felt in the past that like I was stressed watching foreign movies because when you're reading like on a screen, you're like looking at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so like during Portrait and during Parasite, I'm like there are a lot of visuals that I'm worried I'm missing mm-hmm. because I'm reading, yeah. you know. A little less with Portrait because it's so quiet and it's very like cinematography, like there's a lot of like long shots over cliffs and like people slowly walking upstairs, yeah, you know. Yeah. But with uh, Parasite, you're like, there's stuff I need to be picking up here that I might not be because I'm so furiously reading. And the they dialogue. talk like pretty quickly in Parasite as well. Jessica, only child, Illinois, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you got it. Nailed it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna learn how to say that. <laughs> well, portrait of, so portrait of Lady on Fire is a love story um, mm-hmm. between two women, a girl mm-hmm. who is uh, her parent, her mom's trying to marry her off. She ha- is trying to have her daughter sit for a portrait to send to a potential suitor, and the girl is not very cooperative. And then she brings in this one female artist, and they kind of strike a friendship that turns into something more. And so that's kind of more or less what it's yeah. about. They're very beautiful people. It was exhausting. For yeah. Me. <laughs> I was laughing because I was watching it and they both have just like the clearest skin and like the best hair. And I was just like infuriated because I was like, their skin is just flawless yeah. and I'm mad about it. And then I was like, you know what? This is what it is though because this was before there were processed foods. Processed sugars is what's fucking up everyone's skin. That's why and your skin is so like, nice these days. And then I had to be like, hey, Meg, these are women who live in 2019. This is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> you had a whole dialogue inside your head. I, I did. I was like, that's what I'm saying though. Back in this time, like they were eating just like raw food diet. <laughs> and <laughs> it's really funny of me. I'm an idiot. Fucking idiot. <laughs> You're fine. Okay, what else did you see? Um, after that was the two popes, which I was I thought this was gonna be like some absolute like something my grandma would watch bullshit. And I was like, fine, I'll go see the two popes. Like, I don't really care. But then also I knew it was gonna be a waste of my time because like two classically trained actors mm-hmm. like drinking tea and like talking about religion. Like, I mean, I don't really care, but like doesn't sound bad, you know? Yeah. Um and it actually like it's kind of fun. Like I had a it was nice. I had a nice time. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so I liked it. I think it, like, you know, I don't think it's going to be, like, a huge... I mean, I doubt, like, anyone's going to see it, and <laughs> other than, like, my grandmother. And, um, <laughs> I, but I, the other thing is, like, I'm not Catholic. Like, I have no <laughs> draw to the Pope in general or the papacy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I thought it was entertaining. Well, I am. I was raised Catholic, so maybe I'll have yeah. to, uh, you know... You got to go be like, oh, yeah, those those Popes. Yeah. See how much it <laughs> resonates with me. Yeah. Okay. And then next, marriage story. Okay. And? Just, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was my number two. Yeah. And Adam Driver is just like a dream in it. It's really complicated. <laughs> he's not a dream. I mean, like, he's flawed. Like, that's like the purpose of the whole thing. But it is one of those things where... So I saw it with my sister and afterwards she's like, they have to do so much work to convince you that Adam Driver is not like a like great guy because you're just like the default, like the second he's on screen, you're like, I trust him with my life. Oh my God, of course. Like, <laughs> like, and every time they would be like, well, you were kind of a piece of shit in this way because it's about divorce. Like they right. disagree, you know? Um, and I'm just in my head being like, oh yeah, we can get through that. Yeah. It's like everything, everything in my body is like Adam Driver, good. Adam Driver, good. Force for good. Great man. Adam Driver. Yeah, that makes me happy then because, I mean, I think it's supposed to be very um, autobiographical or at least that's what people are kind of assuming. Um, Yeah, complicated. And so about Noah Baumbach (laughs) and Jennifer Jason Lee's divorce. Yeah. And so that does make me happy that it's not just like, she was the crazy one and like xyz happened if it maybe oh shows no i mean both sides on on paper 
he comes off way worse than she does. Well, <laughs> per but rumors, if I was Noah, he but if cheated I was, on her. <laughs> if I was Noah Baumbach and I cast Adam Driver as myself, I'm going to know it's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that guy also, cannot not be vanity. charming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited anyway. for that. Yeah, you're really gonna love. I that. know it's uh, so much. I, shit. That's that is the one where I was like, mm-hmm, I guess you like. This. I love when like our tastes overlap. Like Marriage Story is like absolutely the one to one overlap of things <laughs> we are interested in, and I can't wait. <laughs> oh, perfect! I'm excited. Yeah. So, and this also, funny enough, starts the run where I watch five movies in a row about actors. So, Marriage Story begins that. Keep track, folks. We got three more. All right. Let's go. The next one's Honey Boy. Yes. Which is the Shia LaBeouf, um, you know, (laughs) I assume homework from a therapist (laughs) that turned into a major motion picture. Okay. And? I mean, basically, in the movie, he... It's like, oh, like he, he like writes a script of his childhood and he's like, I'm going to make it into a movie. Well, you know, Lucas Hedges says that. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I mean, is it good? How, how is it? It is good. The thing is, I think it's kind of what you expect. Yeah. Like it's like pretty much exactly what I expected. OK. Um, but that being said, like I in my head, it was a good movie. I like <laughs> so the thing that it, intrigues me the most about the trailer is that they show like the creation of like even stevens like i like immediately mm. was like that's like the title sequence from even stevens and like you know i think that that's really cool um so yeah they i mean they don't go too deep into it and like in the show he doesn't play a kid or in the movie he doesn't play a kid named shia and they don't like call the show even stevens mm-hmm. it's a little more artsy you know, than his that his name is like otis and you know i don't remember they don't think i don't think they say what the show is called or anything but um the other thing that's interesting about this one is it uh stars fka twigs yeah who uh the the famous she broke up with robert pattinson and shia labeouf broke up with mia goth and then they got together and then mia goth and robert pattinson were in a movie together at the same time like this was going on high life High life. You gotta love the drama. One of my favorite things <laughs> that you've ever said is that when we were talking about Mia Goth and Shia LaBeouf, you say you said once to me, she looks too young to have been married to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> well, which I think is a very true statement. <laughs> I mean, she I was mean... like nineteen or something when they got married, and like we both watched the Shia LaBeouf hot ones. We both love the Shia LaBeouf hot ones, but yeah, yikes. No, I mean, and the thing, the the weird thing about Shia LaBeouf is he's not as old as you think he is because he's been famous for so long. Yeah, he's probably is what, he like, like 32, 32 or, or so, I would say. Yeah, I would say early 30s. But, um, and people who get famous really young, like, you, I really am bad about that. Like, ScarJo's, like, really, like, she's, like, 35 or something. Oh, really? Like, she, yeah, Scarlett Johansson is, was just, like, famous at age 16 and... Like <laughs> even before that, is like I'm deceptively sure. young. <laughs> yeah, she was in uh, Home Alone three. I think that was Scarlett the- Johansson's thirty four. Okay, yeah, I think that that was the first thing I saw her in was Home Alone three. Yeah, but I mean, it's just wild, you mm-hmm. know. Um, ages, That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so next. Um, so that's the end of Friday. So, ooh, big Friday. Am I right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then I woke up on Sunday or Saturday and headed in, and I saw the truth. Yeah, which has my boy, La Verite, which has your boy. Um, Ethan a little Hawk. like Ethan Hawke. We should specify. There's you have a lot of yeah, boys. I called your boy Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. <laughs> These are both correct, ya boys. And also, you should reevaluate your life. Excuse um, me. <laughs> uh, so. I mean, this was the one where I was, like, starting to feel the fatigue, and I was like, this movie's slow as hell. Mm -hmm. It's in French for the most part. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, meh. And then there's not enough Ethan Ethan Hawke, and I'm just like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with this. This is like a meditation on, like, getting old and not being a famous starlet anymore, and I can't relate because I am young and a huge fucking deal. Yeah. Uh, Yep, you are. So I was like, this is not relevant to my life. So, um... I was just, you know, eating some pistachios and just kind of chilling during that. Okay. But you did, you did text me and say that you found out, you just, you realized why you think I like Ethan Hawke more than you do. And it's because. Right. And I did caveat it to say, I still like Ethan Hawke a lot, but not as much as you do. Which I think is fair. But you said it was because you feel that Ethan Hawke is the kind of guy who will spontaneously bring out a guitar and start playing it. Right, my nightmare. <laughs> Famously, my nightmare. And I was like, I mean, I don't love that quality, but also, I mean, I guess like I wouldn't hate the but idea. I hate it. No, your number one, your number one celebrity crush. I just got so close to my mic. <laughs> is John Mayer the poster child for pulling out an acoustic guitar? And you cannot tell me that, that isn't ab- true. John Mayer would absolutely pull out an acoustic he, guitar. Well, it's the only thing I picture him doing. I sent in this you that time. comments by celebs where he like commented <laughs> on a meme and he was like, even I don't do that. So hey, Nor. Hey Meg, but he like he's that type. Like it's the same thing. <laughs> you think Ethan Hawke and John Mayer are the same type? In a way, yes. That is what I'm arguing. Okay, let's keep moving on because that could be a whole other <laughs> <Okay>. discussion. <laughs> I can't rationalize when you're being crazy like this. <laughs> okay, the last of the movies about actors is Dolomite is my oh, name, which we've both seen, which I loved. So fun. It's so earnest and sweet and it's really earnest it's like i love when movies about like things like this like dolmite the you know person or the character was like into like guns and fighting and like sex and yada 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 and yet the movie is just like i mean not to be dramatic good family fun lots of tits but good family yeah, fun. no i think it is, it's like and we talked about it a bit it's just like a really great story and it's just like a guy who's like trying his hardest to like make his dream come mm-hmm. true and he doesn't compromise like his integrity. And so like you just want to cheer him on. You're like good for him. Yeah. Like he's just like doing his thing. Um I've I haven't seen any of the actual Dolomite movies, but I've heard Maybe. Eddie Murphy does an incredible job. It's <laughs> in theaters right now and then it comes to Netflix next Friday. And so I'm trying to yeah. decide if I want to go see it in theaters again. And bring some friends along, or if I want to just like have po- have people over and watch it on Netflix. But it's definitely yeah. something keep on your radar. Eddie Murphy's back, and I think that that's fun. So yeah, it is fun. It is fun, and I think I always like. I mean, I'm like a sucker for like found families, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely that shit. Yeah. So I don't know. I like almost cried at the end, which was dumb. Yeah. No, I did too. <laughs> I was so invested. I wanted him to be successful. I've realized also this weekend that I am way more likely to happy cry than I am to sad cry. Okay. 
And I will follow up with you on that in a few months once you've seen everything. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Next, Parasite. I mean, what is? I mean, I have another thing original to say about Parasite. Masterpiece. Beautiful. Amazing. Can't wait to see it again. Yeah, we can't give anything away because it's better for you to go in blind. <laughs> yeah, but, but ooh, South Korea's kicking ass, taking names. Super stoked about Bong it. Hive. Bong hive. Bong door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so then at this point, I had like an extended break, and so I was like, okay, listen, you've been. At the movies all day, like you have to do something new. So I was like, I'll go see an animated movie. So I saw the Adams Family, and I saw that you gave it like two and a half stars. So <laughs> I, I wasn't even mad at it. It was so dumb. <laughs> God, it was like really dumb, and all the jokes were bad, and all the acting was bad, and the story was bad. And I was like, Yeah, right. Not a waste of my time, I guess. <laughs> um, not a good movie. Do not recommend. But I thought you about know, I'm that today, and then I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? You're exhausted. Just like give yourself like a literally. Day. <laughs> it would be insane for you to go see that. <laughs> it was insane for me to do it. Did I give it a two and a half? That actually seems high. A two sounds Maybe right. Maybe you gave it a two. You did not. Okay. It's like all of your other movies were like four, four and a half, five. Four, three and a half, four, right. four, yeah. and then it was like no, two. This sounds right. <laughs> All right. I have to look it up because I, I gave it a two. That makes me feel better. Wow. Even with Nick Kroll being in it? <laughs> Nick Kroll was really bad. And like I could tell it was Nick Kroll, but I didn't like the voice he was doing. And I was just like cranky. And then the other thing that makes me cranky is Oscar Isaac would make a really good Gomez Adams in a live action remake. And yet they animated him and then they didn't make Gomez hot. The fuck is that? <sighs> Anyway, How dare. this is all to say. <laughs> After that, I saw the last of the big foreign ones out of Cannes, Pain and Glory. Yes. We would both see. Which I famously saw in Spanish, or in, in the Spanish native Spanish with, with French, French subtitles. subtitles. <laughs> uh, hey, Nor, do you speak French? Hey, Meg, great question. Um, I don't. <laughs> hey, Nora, are you 100% fluent in conversational Spanish? <laughs> hey, Meg, um, absolutely, I am not. <laughs> Thanks so much for asking. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just wondering. I was just like, okay, like my Spanish, I can listen and like, and then I'll use like the reading as a supplement and French is kind of similar to Spanish. So like really, I'm just only having to translate twice in a single scene. Like Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, But so I'm so excited to see that again. I don't know when I'm getting it. I'm hoping at at sometime this month. Um, All I can say is. Antonio Banderas kicking ass. He's very handsome. He's really good in this. And then, and then at one point, another handsome man shows up, mm-hmm. and the whole time they're together, I'm like, they should kiss. <laughs> I would like for them to kiss now. He's <laughs> cheering so, for them to kiss. Yeah, I like it in movies when people kiss. <laughs> and I was, and I was excited because a handsome man showed up, and I was like, oh, they will kiss. Yeah, and it's like so um, colorful and cool and it is it's very artsy in like not like portrait of a lady on fire it's like there's a lot of art and a lot of drugs <laughs> mm-hmm. lots of drugs yeah it's like something that like i could recommend that like parents could see and like it'd be like enjoyable yeah. like it's not yeah because it's not very slow there's action no. going on and it feels very much like i don't know like i feel like he while he's dealing with you know a lot of like his own stuff like he has um, the character, which is like basically they say very autobiographical of Pedro Almodovar. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh, he has like a lot of ailments and stuff. But I don't know. He just feels very much like someone our parents age. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's just like you know, like lives in his apartment is like dealing with his bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, no, this tracks. Yeah. And then some flashbacks to his childhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> flashbacks. You're winking at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah so oh good movie yeah our friend lauren gans number one favorite movie of the year and Fun. i like the asshole i am she told me she's like that's my favorite movie of the year and i said well you haven't seen Parasite. you're a dick and she's like can you let me have yeah this? you're an and absolute I like, yeah, dick no, I can't. i'm sorry <laughs> and i was like immediately the second i said that i'm like god damn it megan you're absolutely fucking insufferable have you does that happen to you where you say something you're like why the fuck would i say that god damn it only that happens to me all the only time. all the time <laughs> Okay, Only good. all the goddamn time, and that's why we're friends, and that's why. The good news is, I've locked I've locked enough people into my <laughs> chaos that there. I mean, she wasn't like she was like, all right, asshole. I was like, yeah, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, she's not like gonna cut me out over that. <laughs> well, hopefully not, because we're seeing her for New Year's. Oh my god, what if we can't say anymore? Well, <laughs> you'll have to make amends. I'm just kidding, we're staying. <laughs> Lauren, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um. Okay, so that was Saturday, mm-hmm. last day, and then now we just have Sunday left. Oh, thank God! Talking about it is like bringing back the ex- the exhaustion, the deep exhaustion my eyes were feeling. Yeah. Um. Someone today was like, "Did you see any movies over the weekend?" I was like, "Uh huh." And they're like, "How many?" <laughs> I was like, fifteen. <laughs> and they're like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "I took Friday off." <laughs> You're so cool. People must like really yeah, respect every- you. No, and then everyone's like, oh, like, you saw a lot of movies? Like, what? And I was like, well, there's this South Korean director, Bong Joon-ho, who has, like, a really well-respected right, movie you out off. right now. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay, Motherless Brooklyn. Oh, boy. The movie that okay, no so one I- asked for. <laughs> that no one, no one fucking for. wanted it <laughs> i am gonna say <laughs> i'm not defending motherless brooklyn it is not as bad as i thought it was gonna be i thought this was gonna be like absolutely torturous and like a complete slog and like i mean I th- it's like a knockoff there was like a um there was a letterbox that says it's a knockoff chinatown but there are worse things to be and i was like that's true um it very much wants to feel like a noir from the 60s and i'm just kind of like oh sure do your yeah. thing um I saw, the i saw a bunch of tweets that said that none of the actors seem to know that they're in the same movie and that edward no, norton <laughs> has absolutely there's absolutely no tone or like anything streamlining the movie but they capacity. try to like shove a tone in by like having like ominous music and then everything's kind of grayscale and they're like driving through New York and they're like, see, like this is all very cohesive. And I was like, honey, you got Willem Dafoe doing that performance next to Edward Norton doing that performance next to Alec Baldwin doing that performance. The fuck are you talking about? Get is this, out. this isn't his um, first movie he's directed, is it? Um, You know, that's something I should know, but I don't. That's OK. It's just, like, it's interesting Um, because it's, like, has, like, a good release date, has a good mm -hmm. cast, yet, like, the first trailer came out, and I was just, like, I have absolutely zero interest in this, and I like the majority of these actors, but, like, I probably will not be seeing this movie. Yeah, um... 
Yeah, you're probably fine to not. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Appreciate your permission. But, um, I mean, it wasn't like, I, honestly, I thought this was going to be a true nightmare. I told myself if I woke up on Sunday and I didn't want to go, I wasn't going to go. Mm-hmm. But I woke up, like, naturally and I was like, all right, why not? Um, but I, it wasn't, I really don't think it was that bad. And the one thing that was, like, going to drive me crazy was, like, the Edward Norton, you know, uh, basically fake Tourette's yeah. thing. Which is like, okay, this is a choice you've decided to make. I mean, it's based off a book, I understand. But also, this is a choice you've decided Mm -hmm. to make. Uh, And I kind of, you do kind of like, I mean, you don't forget about it. You don't get used to it. But it it grates less as you focus on other things in the movie. I don't know. As you try try to put the pieces together yourself because the movie has no cohesion. No, I mean, straight up, though, like, <laughs> this, like, within the first 20 minutes, you're like, okay, I understand who the good guys are, who the bad guys are, what the general outcome of this whole investigation is going to be, and the purpose of it. But then, like, they still take you through this whole thing, and then at the end, you're like, yeah, I mean, I didn't get it one for one, but the out, like, basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, Yeesh. I don't know. Yikes. Yeesh. <laughs> It'll be fine. Motherless Brooklyn. Who the who the fuck cares? Not I. Yeah. Um. But then next, I had one that you probably will care about. Just Mercy. Yeah, I'm weirdly not that excited for that. Even though I love Michael B. Jordan and I'm fine and with Michael looking B. him. Michael B. Jordan his... looks very good in this. He was. I was having. He looks very good. Oh, in he this. looks good in anything. I was. Yeah, that's true. But I was having. I know, but I'm like much more into like. A, lo- a random lawyer than like a boxer you know like just like me where i'm at personally <laughs> oh yeah um but uh what i did think was funny about this is i could not for the longest time figure out when this took place because everything like everything looks old so you know it's not modern but they're not very wearing very distinctive clothes mm-hmm. and then also like there's something about michael b jordan i think it's just because he's like such a star that like I look at him and I was like well I mean it's not it has to be modern that's Michael B. Jordan (laughs) I guess I kind of thought it was like civil rights era E but maybe it's the 80s it's It's the early 90s early 80s early 90s and the only reason that I kind of got a beat on that was a cell um, phone? Do they have one of those big ass? Brie ones? Larson oh. <laughs> had like just like a weird look, and I was like, you know what? Actually, I feel like there are pictures of my mother from when I was born looking like this. Okay. Like, what are these bangs? They're tragic. Uh, <laughs> um, but then eventually they did like do a title card on the bottom. It's like you know May fourteenth, nineteen eighty four, nineteen ninety four, and I was like, okay, yeah, that tracks. Um, but for the longest time, I was like Michael B. Jordan. Like he he's he lives now. He looks good. He looks like that, and he is a modern. Well, movie he star, also so has like such a boyish charm about him, so it's kind of hard to like stick him in any other era. Yeah. Um, but anyway, all this to say. I have never heard so many people cry in a movie theater. People were crying that whole movie the whole time. Like oh, there was a lot of tears. My God. Okay. Yeah. Like a like it was this like might people were sniffling. My favorite and you could movie of the them. year. If I can like <laughs> sob and look at Michael B. Jordan, there were like full on three moments where people were like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh my god! And I have like a really healthy thing where like if I feel like I'm going to get too sad, my whole body just kind of shuts down and doesn't engage and says, "Hey, that's Michael B. Jordan. This isn't real. It's just a movie. Jamie Foxx is gonna be okay." Mm-hmm. Um, so 
yeah anyway do you think but it's gonna get any like awards buzz to me it like looks like a movie that's like very uh like oscar baity but it's maybe yeah. not like the the standards of, of the oscars things. or like as good as yeah. you would want it to be like it might just be a I little mean, more basic I don't really know anymore um, because, like, everyone watched Green Book and we're like, oh, it's just such a nice message and it's great to get the word out. You yeah, know? that's like, kind of, like, what I would equate it to, like, a Green Book. Yeah. I mean, the good news is it's, like, definitely not, like, a white savior movie or anything like well, that. Well, thank or God like, for that. Um, Brie like, Larson doesn't but, save the day? Is that what you mean to tell me? Brie Larson is not really in it that much. Like, I mean, she's, like, there, but, like, she's not doing much. And then the other thing is, like, I love Michael B. Jordan, and I think he's an excellent actor, and I think he should have been nominated for Black Panther. This isn't my favorite Michael B. Jordan performance. I think he should so. have been nominated for the first Creed. Oh, the first Creed is so fucking good. Yeah, Okay. Well, anyway, all this to say, this is not my favorite of his performances. I won't. I mean, we've talked about how crowded. Does he get shirtless? Man is do we get year. any like non-suit action? We do. We do get. We do get shirtless. Fuck yeah, and we do get jogging. Oh fuck yeah! Here for the sexualization of Michael <laughs> B. Jordan, all of yeah. the time. Oh my god, that's this just is like supposed to be like the intro to this episode, and we're forty minutes. That's gonna be. I know it's just giving me visuals of Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Remember when we? I, was, I famously said I didn't think I was into him because right. of his scars, hilarious. and you're just like absolutely a hilarious thing for you to say. Just wait. Just you wait. <laughs> I love when I I know you better than you know you. Yeah, it's nice. It's happened <laughs> twice in recent history. Um, when you said you didn't think Hustlers was going to be a good movie. All right. I've already copped that (laughs) on here. Next. (laughs) We're moving on. The King. Oh, yes. The King. How is the R-Path I thought this whole day was going to be, I thought this whole day was going to be hellish. Mm -hmm. And The King is like not, I like, I thought, I thought The King was fine. I liked The King. I have absolutely zero interest in The King. Right. I, I, if it wasn't Timothy and Robert, I would not see the king, and I wouldn't care if it was good or not. Like, right, it's just not my shit at all. But that is to say, it is a Netflix movie, right? It's Netflix. Yeah. So it will be. But it's like a Joel Edgerton movie, and it's like I don't give two fucking shits about Joel Edgerton. I can't think of a famous person I care less about. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. That's true. Him and Jeremy Renner are like kind of sort of of the same vein in my book. Like I bet they'd be no, up you know for like the same is? roles. Who's that guy? Sam Worthington from Avatar. All three of those could just be like any fucking guy to me. <laughs> wow, way to really pull out Sam Worthington. I was. It took a second. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, but I liked the King Timothy. Like, I thought this was gonna be some nonsense because I'm like, Ugh, Timothy, you, you can't do everything. And then I was like, Oh, I don't. How was Lily Rose it. Depp in it? Um. She's fully in the last fifteen minutes. She has two scenes. Oh. <laughs> I would, and actually, I'm going to say she has one scene, and there's a quick interlude in between, and then the, that scene is completed. Oh. So I'm glad <laughs> yeah, she's, she's barely in it at all. carpet for it. I mean, that's more about the optics, you yeah. know? They met on set. <laughs> Jeez, 
Um, Rob, uh, obviously, I was waiting with bated breath. It took an hour, 15 minutes for him to get there. But at the 45-minute mark, his character does make a bold play from across the pond. Um, so I did get, like, excited. I'm like, oh, shit, Rob's coming, Rob's coming. Uh, <laughs> I was worried to go pee because I was worried I'd miss him. Uh, it is, like, a fucking insane French accent, especially because there are other people who seemingly actually speak French surrounding him. <laughs> and so you're like, so I won't point you meet his dad who's like a regular person with a normal french accent and you're like so i guess where did that come from what about the wig and then the wig is i mean incredible <laughs> <laughs> it honestly looks like my the wig rob from stuff, my birthday the rob stuff is so exciting for so many reasons because not only is he insane accent insane wig he's like making choices uh, <laughs> like about the things he's saying and the way he's saying them and you do kind of understand like I mean the director of this movie David Michaud is like fully French Timothy speaks French like and they were just standing there and Robert Pattinson is like doing this and I kind of am on Robert Pattinson's side you're like you can't give a note what are you gonna be like tone it down we're at a 20 how are we gonna get to a 5 you know <laughs> like, oh my god Maybe I can get him to a 17. What's the fucking point? I guess let's make it insane. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this character is insane. Oh, my God. It's fun. Okay. The King. On, it will be on Netflix. The King. will be on Netflix. So you can watch it from the comfort when. of your own home and cackle at Robert Pattinson once he makes an appearance. <sighs> Robert Pattinson. I thought, so this, every time I like do something like this, I always find it interesting to see which tweets kind of get traction and it's normally based on fangirls. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so when I tweeted about when Robert Pattinson showed up in The King, I was like, this is probably going to get like some fangirl attention. Everyone wants to know when Robert Pattinson shows up. Um, nothing. But then my tweet that was like a review of Marriage Story that mentions Adam Driver, like everyone's obsessed with Adam Driver. So I guess Robert Pattinson is like not very now. Yeah, if you had done Timothy Chalamet, you probably would have yeah, gotten a little more. But it's like, it's a little too easy. Yeah. You know? I want to make it a little difficult for myself. Yeah, well, maybe one day. <laughs> the funny thing about Timothy Chalamet, I was talking to Gan, and she was like, how do you, like, get used to that hair? And I was like, honestly, at the beginning, he has worse hair, and then it gets cut into the bad haircut, and you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I don't think he looks <laughs> terrible with that bowl cut. Mm -mm. No, you get totally used yeah. to it. I think it looks like very like high fashion. Like he looks like he should be walking like a some sort of like Armani runway or something. I was gonna say Balenciaga, but yeah, same same thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, same thing. <laughs> um, and then lastly, closing night film Jojo Rabbit. <gasps> yeah, which you love Jojo Rabbit. I loved. I'm so excited to see it again. You seemingly liked. But we I knew like. that this was going to be an issue. In fact, uh, yeah. I was talking to a friend today, and he asked me for movie recommendations, and I said Jojo Rabbit, and then I was like, well, it might be a little too sweet for you. Maybe if you mm -hmm. want to watch a satire that's fun, watch The Death of Stalin. And then I was talking to mm -hmm. you, and you said, I like Jojo Rabbit. I think it was just maybe a little too sweet. I was like, yeah. okay, so like we are on the same page. <laughs> We're on the same page. I you didn't and did, so I you didn't cry. I cried. I didn't cry. I was shocked. At one point, they they truly got one over on me okay. on something. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. No, we'll wait till we do it. We'll do a Jojo Rabbit episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, yeah, I mean, I liked it fine. And I mean, I think like that was a good, I think kid performances are dicey. It's a good yeah. kid performance. Very cute. Very all the actors were good. Even Scarlett um, Johansson was so fun. It's like, I, that's, I, it's, the ScarJo thing is so complicated because I saw two really fucking good Scarlett Johansson yeah, performances that's the this thing. weekend. Like, and I'm like, bitch, you're, <laughs> you like, I can't like you, but like, how are you this charming in a fucking movie? And then in real life, you're that annoying. I know. That's hard. <laughs> I think she's really good in Jojo I Rada. think she's really great in she's it, really too. Good. And yeah, your boy Taika. Taika's fun. Taika gets some good jokes off. It's just, I don't know. Like, when I heard Taika was doing, like, a comedy about Hitler, like, I thought it was going to be, like, fucking savage. Like, yeah. I thought it was going to be really, really mean. No. And it wasn't. It's just a it, sweet like, story about friendship. It, like, wasn't mean at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, a sweet story about friendship and, like, then also being, like, oh, these idiots. And I was, like, no, let's, let's roast them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, sounds like yeah. sounds like you got some winners. Yeah, lots of nice. Ones. I can't wait to catch up with you, uh, yeah. and actually watch some of these. Yeah, fun. So now that we did fifty minutes on me, I know I'm like, <laughs> do we even need to go into it? Uh, no, I think we can just like do an extended recommend. We were intending to talk about um, Succession, Succession season, season two. two, which I mean to me. I was just so excited because all leading up to the finale, I was like the two HBO shows that I watched this year had like really fucking disappointing finales. Uh, Game of mm-hmm. Thrones and Big Little Lies to me. Okay. Uh, neither worked. What about Veep? I didn't, un- I feel like we didn't. Veep. It was, I thought that was kind of it a mid finale. It was fine. Yeah. It didn't disappoint me, but it wasn't like stellar yeah you know and you still so you know for background noriega started watching the finale and fell asleep i did um she she understands the gist of what happens but um it was definitely uh she does not have all the details and i just think like this show's really really good it's and so i'm really good. excited for season three and i can't believe i have to wait i'm definitely gonna watch rewatch season two yeah i've been but i just kept being like again. I was really hooked at the beginning of Big Little Lies season two. And by the end, I was like, okay, I don't think there was like a purpose to this existing. And like by the end of Succession season two, I was like, oh, yes. I know. <laughs> like I just kept like panicking that they were going to totally drop the ball on this. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't. It was good. Okay. Well, so we can maybe do like a little recap of it or something. I don't know next week. But yeah, sorry about that. I dropped the ball. But also this is would have been like a two hour podcast that no yeah, one ever no, asked no one for. wants that so, <laughs> absolutely no one wants we'll that. just cut it off there but yeah i'm excited i mean i i've heard that they uh they really shake some things up um that it has a pretty surprising ending and so yeah i'm excited i'll watch it tonight Me too maybe yeah i watched <sighs> like 10 minutes and then i like fully knew i was dozing off but i was just like it's okay. I can like kind of hear it in the background. And then I woke up to Steph say, asking me if I was sleeping and I just like looked up and the credits were rolling. So I was like, whoops. But yeah. <laughs> whoops. Nice. <sighs> okay. Well, Do you have a recommend? Um, okay. So this is going to be not like a, a groundbreaking recommend, but I was really shocked and surprised and impressed by Lizzo. 
um mm-hmm. and just like her overall like vibe and message like obviously i've like seen like videos of hers and whatnot she was like having us chant about like positivity and like turning to people around us and say that like we love them and that they're beautiful and like all this stuff and it just like made me so happy it was like such a fun time and I was just ready to like hang out in the back and uh yeah just kind of pay attention we were like in the thick of it you know not too far from the stage having fun dancing around and it was great so Amazing. Yeah, I'll Beautiful. be like one of those base, one of the many basic bitches who support Lizzo. I mean, it's like sometimes like the most popular opinion is the right opinion. Yeah, because like that's why it's popular. My my recommend <laughs> is to go on her Instagram and watch the video of the crowd doing the wave at ACL because she has so much like genuine joy and shock on her face. So it's real fun. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, my recommend is season 10, episode 14 of Frasier. <gasps> oh, tell me um, more. <laughs> it's called Daphne Does Dinner. Okay. Basically, um, if you watch Frasier, you know that Frasier and Niles can never host a successful dinner party. And so in this episode, Daphne comes in and says, I'm going to show you how it's done. <laughs> I mean, chaos ensues. And you landed on this because? <laughs> um, I Oh, well, I was, uh, well, to start with. Perry Gilpin liked my tweet. <laughs> uh, we should add that you tagged her in the tweet. I tagged her in the tweet, and then she liked it. Yeah. <laughs> she loves me. Yeah, you guys are definitely She's close. She's my second mother. You guys are close personal friends, for sure. Yeah, close personal friends of Perry Gilpin. Megan I mean, Smell. what more can you want? Uh, that's nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'll <laughs> check out that specific episode of Frasier. It's a really good episode. 1014. 1014. Great. <laughs> Daphne does dinner. Yeah. I mean, I have two cats named after characters from Frasier, but I don't know all of the episodes, you know, verbatim. So I'm kind of, Yeah. It's a, you should work yeah, on Yeah, I really should. I mean, I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld. <laughs> I got in fourth place out of 15 teams on uh, Wednesday at Seinfeld Trivia. So like, fuck yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't know why in my head you won. I don't think I, we haven't talked about that. Mm. In my head, I was just like, oh, Noriega won Seinfeld trivia. Crazy. It's like very hard to win this. Yeah. I mean, we can say I'm a winner. I won in my heart. Yeah. Your first runner up after one, two, and three. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, Meg, have a good, have a good week. You too. Until next time. Love you. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.